I've about given up on the federal government, but maybe there's still hope closer to home? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday afternoon, let's say that. Today I'm on from 5 to 7. Normally I'm on 3 to 6. And so if you're just tuning in, you haven't missed anything, and the good news is I'm going to be on till 7. But we only have two hours, so I want to get the conversation started. We have an important topic today. There is a Georgia primary on Tuesday, which I think is deliberately under-promoted, and I'll tell you why. But you pro- you might think that you, maybe I'm just the, you know, clueless voter, but you kind of think of the primary as being the presidential primary, which you, if you vote, you've already voted in. But this primary, and I actually think, because of what I think the charade of the presidential uh, election is this year, I think this is actually a real and important primary probably the most most important because as the districts are uh kind of usually clearly republican or clearly democrat it's who gets on the november ballot that really determines who your representative is going to be so this uh primary on tuesday may 24th is important it has uh the u.s senate it has Congress, and then it also has your local, your districts for the Georgia State Legislature. Uh, So I, because I think that, I mean, I've already given up really on the federal government, and I, I I had kind of given up before, but when Obamacare came, I said, okay, I cannot in good conscience sit on the couch and let this happen, and what am I going to tell my kids if you know this was the tipping point where you can never have a free society again because they control everything you do, everything you put into your body, all the decisions you make, not to mention if you if the government runs healthcare more than at that point, like more than half the people are dependent in the economy on government money. So you're never gonna have people voting for less government, just more government. So I just felt it was the tipping point. So I went to Washington. I marched repeatedly against Obamacare. I saw a congressman and their aides laugh in our faces, trying to get us mad. And then Nancy Pelosi cackle at how she defied the wishes of the people and got it passed and uh, had some bets under the table about it. I mean, you know, it's enough to make you give up. But local government, I have not completely given up on. I know there's a ton of corruption, a ton of special interests. Just scratch the surface and you'll be shocked at all the insects that go scurrying away. But I think if you pay attention, you can slow this process down. So... uh, And what I did was I found this resource. There's actually several of them, but I I really liked this one. It's very easy. It's called vote-ga.org, V-O-T-E, little uh, hyphen, G-A.org. And if you go in there, you can find, uh, you can enter your address. I just put it on my Facebook page. So if you want to find my Facebook page through my website, monicaperezshow.com, click through to my Facebook, and then you'll see right away this uh, link to to vote-ga.org where you can enter your address, click through, and it'll tell you, it'll show you your sample ballot. And, you know, it sounds like, oh, yeah, well, I don't need that 
I can't tell you how many times I've gone and not recognized any names. I don't even know who was running. I don't get the districts or anything like that. And and it shows you what your ballot's going to look like on Tuesday. And it's also going to show you uh, a lot of the candidates, if not all of them, have links to their websites there. So you can click through and see what they uh, stand for. And and yes, a lot of it's just mumbo jumbo politically. And I love freedom. I love jobs. You know? <laughs> but if you're if you're savvy, if you're you know, if you're a libertarian like I am, you can absolutely see the hot buttons because some of the things sound a little different so they really care about the fourth amendment or the second amendment i really care about the tenth amendment uh the rights reserved by the states so you can click through and look for uh somebody who resonates with you or names that you recognize or whatever do a little research first and and here's the funny thing so let me just tell you i so i i was interested in what issues people are interested in from those who might be on that uh, on that ballot. What what are you looking for when you click through? So I tweeted, I, I've really been loving tweeting lately because I think people get a little nervous to call, so they love to tweet, and I get tons of tweets at Monica Perez Show if you want to tweet at me. Or if you want to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And this was my question. What local issues are most important to you? What are you looking at there? And if you want to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK or at Monica Perez Show. And the answer, I, overwhelmingly, the number one thing, response I got, I also threw it out there on Facebook, but the number one response I got is uh, kind of epitomized by at Shrop Daddy's tweet, first is no incumbents. No incumbents. And then at Blue Bloods Nut said, I'm voting against all incumbents, my own version of term limits. And there, uh, it keeps going. Then I had at Frogshade Garden said in response to that, if there's only one challenger, I'll give the incumbents a look to make sure I'm not making a bad choice. And I love that. And that's why I love this resource, vote-ga.org, because you can sorted out pretty quickly in my opinion and i started to think that maybe we don't hear anywhere near as much about this primary which i think is much more important than the presidential primary you don't hear that much about it because the incumbents are the guys who can get things done for special interests they're the guys who have the power and uh, i'm not making a blanket statement about incumbents like some of these people are i understand where they're coming from but I personally suggest digging in and doing it this way, going, looking at the candidates and voting in that primary. But I think that we don't hear about it as much because anybody who has any juice doesn't want you to know about it. The incumbents always have an advantage in the primary election. So uh, and then they this kind of morphed into a discussion about term limits so i uh, another tweet said i want term limits to keep i guess the politicians from the power grab they have today one or two terms and that's it back to private life no more fat cats but i always had myself a little bit of a problem with term limits because of ron paul i it's why i register republicans so i can vote uh, for Ron Paul as the candidate, you, I, I personally feel like if you ever heard this, 
of this uh, Greek philosopher. I think he's a real person, Diogenes. I should look that up. I think that's who it was. He carried a lantern around the Capitol, and this was his shtick. He carried the lantern around the Capitol looking for one honest man. And uh, and I, I got, weirdly, this fundraising call from Rand Paul once years ago before he was senator when he was running for senator and uh like secretary said oh can you talk to Rand Paul and I was like wow oh uh, yeah totally so I was holding waiting I thought what am I going to say to him <laughs> this is what I said to him I said you know the story about Diogenes carrying the lantern around the Capitol looking for one honest man? Well, he could have been looking for 2,500 years and then only hit page art when he saw your father. <laughs> like I said, I think he's the only honest man in the Capitol. You could just tell Rand was absolutely exhausted from fundraising. He's like, Dia who? What? <laughs> so, but I got it in there. I was like, I had one thing to say to him. That was what I said. But my point is that that there was this one guy, Ron Paul, who you know, I even I even took time out to look at him uh, critically to see maybe he's controlled opposition, maybe he's just trying to get a list of all the people who would start the revolution. I don't know, but I concluded as best I could that he was the real deal, and I would hate for term limits to knock him out of the race. And the other thing was that he actually promised uh, in one of his campaigns, if I recall correctly, that he wouldn't uh, run again. So he took some time off from Congress. And when he came back, uh, he they dinged him for time loss. They made him start over. So he lost his seniority on some of these committees, which was really a tragedy. But I guess my question is, if, if you're really uh, looking at term limits is one possible exception worth uh, maybe all the good you would get from just wiping out uh, all the incumbents? I don't know. It might be worth discussing. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, and I got some interesting, you know, I was, I was, it reminded me of something I thought was good about the Articles of Confederation versus the Constitution. I really prefer it, I think. But they had one-year president. So before George Washington, there was, I think, John Hansen, who was the president of the Congress, and it was just one year. And uh, in, I think, ancient Rome, there, was, there were one-year consuls. So I, I do have an instinct that that might be better. But I want to talk about the other issues that are important to you 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your calls after this and more tweets at Monica Perez Show. 77 degrees outside the studio, low tonight of 62. Stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather, brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I have been talking about, there's a, a primary election here in Georgia on Tuesday, and I want to know what issues are important to you. People don't talk about the real stuff that you can control at the local level, but we're going to talk about it today 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK I'm going to G in Douglasville on line one you are on with Monica Monica how are you today good how are you doing I'm good hey I just want to say uh I completely believe that the real problem in government is that we don't have term limits for our congress and our senate I think I know so many people that have good ideas for education, good ideas for preventing crime and things like that, but they just can't compete with guys that have been in the Senate and in Congress forever and have the financial means to stay in there. You know, like guys yes. like... Yes. 
guys Here's like the thing. Lindsey Graham and, and John McCain. You just can't compete with those guys because, you know, they've been in too long. They have too much money. And they're connected to the people who want to pay them to stay there. I mean, they're, it's exactly. a, a self-fulfilling mechanism. But here's the problem. Uh, I think you might actually want to consider a constitutional amendment on it for this reason. If you do it to yourself, if Georgia passed term limits and Arizona didn't, then John McCain keeps his seat, but your Georgia people then are fighting, uh, you know, are even weaker. I, I'm not I'm not against it. I, I think that, that it makes good sense. And I even have a more nuanced uh, or even even more radical suggestion I'm going to make at the bottom of the hour. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you think about the, the problem that your local guys get weaker? It kind of has to be a national movement, don't you think? I completely agree. But like I said, the real power is in the Congress and the Senate. I believe the president and all that other stuff, they're not the power. It's definitely the Congress and the Senate, and they're the ones who stay in there. You know, the president leaves after four years, eight years, but the Congress and the Senate, they're there 15, 20 years, you know? Yeah, that's true. It is kind of scary. And But here is something that I also felt was... Uh, shocking. When I started digging into some of these local candidates, I had a couple of people on my show, challengers, people's um, principles I liked and who I observed had the courage of their convictions. Derek Grayson I had last week who's running against Johnny Isaacson. You can listen to the podcast uh, on my website, MonicaPereshow.com, and Catherine Bernard, who's running for a House seat in the state legislature in District 80, which is like Brookhaven. I had her on also. So, but when I started digging into some of the local stuff, I was really stunned at how much, how, how the special interests also uh, in, insinuate themselves into just these local elections. You don't even know the little bits of money that go to support uh, some of the candidates that, are, that it's, it's easy for businesses to try to get special interests. So you got to even, even when you have some control... You have to exercise at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, Saturday afternoons. I'm on today till 7. And I, we are talking about Tuesday, May 24th. This Tuesday is the primary here in Georgia where you will decide who gets on the ballot in November as a Republican or as a Democrat running for everything other than president. So the U.S. Senate, Congress, your state legislature, that's what's at stake here. So there are a lot of candidates. I highly recommend you go to the website vote, V-O-T-E dash G-A dot org, vote dash G-A dot org. They uh, show, if you put it in your address, you see your own very specific ballot. Like the ballots get really tight because you have uh, state districts in there. So you want to see who you can vote for and click through to their website. See if they touch on your hot button issues at all, if you can get a sense of what they're like. And then you can Google around and see if they're... uh, you know, in in deep, or if they're really just activists. I got several posts on my Facebook. You can check out my Facebook, MonicaPerezShow.com, recommending people to me. I didn't have time to vet them. Uh, I go to another website that's similar, similar title, but it's a different thing, VoterGA.org. You can go to their Facebook page, and I saw 
someone running against Tim Lee in Cobb. And I, I don't live in Cobb, but I really did not like how that Brave Stadium deal went down. It really felt like it uh, was not transparent. And there was an activist against that, Larry Savage, who's running against Tim Lee. So, you know, I didn't have time to vet these people, but I would look into that. I would I would go to this vote-ga.org and check out the people, click through to their website, see if you think you can trust them. Even write somebody in if you want to. But I think that the local elections actually have an impact and that... Uh, and and it's important to actually investigate. And I'm only saying that because I have shown up so many times to vote and only knew the presidential candidates or the U.S. Senate and not known all the other stuff. But that's probably where the things that affect your everyday life get decided. So uh, but what are those issues for you? What are the most if you're going to click through? What are you looking for? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Rob in Lawrenceville. Hi, Rob. You're on with Monica. Oh, hey, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. I always find your show to be a learning experience. Awesome. Thank you for and, calling. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, I, I told the screener I'd like to ask you about something that's not very sexy. It's a little dry to most people, but eminent domain. You know, as a, limit, as a libertarian long time, people have no idea how much abuse of eminent domain against the uh, private landholders goes on just in the name of you know, raising tax revenues. and uh, Just in the name of raising tax revenues? Because uh, my concern, eminent domain is when the government can force you to sell your property at what is decided to be a fair market value, even mm-hmm. if you don't want to sell. If you just don't want to move, they can come in and move you out. You're saying it's right. for tax. My concern about it is that it is so often used by developers to uh, put something in that has a lot of commercial value to them and really isn't what eminent domain was for. Eminent domain was really uh, for, like, if you're going to build a railroad and somebody bought up a bunch of land right in the middle so they could hold you up and not Exactly, pay. yeah. Yeah, so Electrical it was... Line, stuff like that. Defensive, yeah. yeah. So, but, but um, what... So you're saying, though, your concern is that it's to raise tax revenue. What? Well, kind of touching on your point that to get big corporations to get sweet deals, um, you know, they make deals. I'm going real local. I live in Gwinnett County, and, you know, I've been kind of active in local, like the county politics. And, you know, it just dawned on me a few years ago, like, almost all these county commissioners or realtors or real estate Yes. Brokers. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Rob, I, I never really paid attention to local stuff. I'm not really political. I'm more idea-oriented. But mm-hmm. as, like, just for recently, for this election, I just decided to dig into it. And I was amazed at how much, like, the contributions of... Uh, entrenched local politicians were from developers or are things mm-hmm. like n- names that rang a bell. I was like, that, that's all like real estate. It's all development. It is. One Gwinnett County Commissioner a few years ago got in trouble for some conflict of interest. Uh, I don't know if I should mention his name, but... Um I would. I mean, I personally like don't like to attack people directly unless I do my homework, but... Yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't know the facts. Yeah, uh, I met the man, and I actually liked him. But yeah, he was a, a developer, longtime real estate agent. And, yeah. yeah, and people will will use whatever you know. At a certain point, even if you look at uh, 
building facilities. If you, mm-hmm. if one township is going to subsidize a competing like sports facility, a, a minor league team or whatever, and is going to pay for that, if you wanted to build your own private one in your own town, you couldn't make the numbers work because you'd have to pay more for your debt because it's not subsidized by a guarantee from the taxpayers. So, so it mm-hmm. becomes this thing where if you, you, you can't fall on your sword to be this ethical actor because you're you're out of business then so the the details are really important but i have to say that is where i think the local a lot of the local special interests are focused on on those things that people aren't really tuned into because it doesn't affect their day-to-day life very few people even pay attention to local politicians so it makes it a lot easier when we don't hold our feet to the fire Yes, and actually they're the only ones who you can hold their feet to the fire. I noticed that, which is why I had, you know, I almost never have guests, but I had this Catherine Bernard on, who's running an HD80 on Tuesday, for because I had seen that she would go, she's a public defender, she would go to the legislature and read, she would read these laws. I went to law school, and I can't figure out what these laws are really all about. And she'd read them in the legislature and say, this is where it's unconstitutional, whatever. And sometimes they would lose because most people don't have the skills to sort through what they're really doing. And they don't need big guns behind them the way like U.S. senators do to vet all that stuff because they don't really expect the opposition. So you can attack local issues if all you have to do is pay attention. But who has the time? You know, you you have to pay all those taxes. You got to work overtime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) So anyway, so thank you so much for the heads up, Rob. Uh, I am going to go to Julie in Woodstock. Hi, Julie. You're on with Monica. Hi. I am so glad you're speaking about the term limits. Um, you, you spoke about in, in, impact. This would make a bigger impact than anything I could possibly think of to change um, the way politics has been for so long. Yeah, I, it is. It's really shocking how this entrenched uh back and forth this this is where i think people who you know maybe well-meaning left-leaning people who really want democracy they talk about democracy like that's an answer that power to the people is an answer get that vote out but it's my opinion that these elected officials will never listen to the vote because the voters can't really pay back in the same way that special interests can pay back. And the longer you're in your position, the more those relationships you make, the more you know how it works, the more they either, you know, they can do it two ways. They can give you an offer you can't refuse so you get the money. And, uh, and, at the same time, that gives them kind of a blackmail. I mean, that's how dirty I think it gets. And the longer you're there, the more entrenched you become. It, it is. And I, and I had a, a suggestion. I, I don't. I know you might run up against a break, but I wanted to mention, no. if they had a six-year term across the board, um, then people wouldn't be taking the time uh, out, to, uh, away from their job to get reelected. Yes. And not focusing on their job, which is what they need to be focusing on, and they wouldn't be getting complacent, and they don't want to make any, you know, changes. They have fear because they fear for their job, and they just yeah, just no, like said, they get blackmailed. Yeah, no second campaign. Duck. They they make a lame duck out of themselves. All of them do because they won't make any changes because they don't want to get they don't want to make anybody mad that's paying them off. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I, I personally think that a seat of power is always going to, they're going to find a way to corrupt it. But 
but if you had a one six year terms, so there was not this campaign financing for the next way, I guess the way the back door around that would be every single one of them would spend that time looking for the soft landing in industry, making connections where they could utilize it later in that revolving door between corporations and government. I mean, there's always going to be a way around it. But there was one thing I was, I'm not classically trained. I, I kind of am a hack when it comes to real classic education. And who isn't these days? Because where do you get it except for super duper high end private, like high schools and stuff. But I so, thought I remembered that in ancient Greece or ancient Rome, they had one year kind of rotating uh, executives. And I think it was Roman. They had two one-year consuls who were just kind of picked in order, you know, like picked out of a hat. And by coincidence, BB said on my Facebook page, I've sometimes thought that sortition, anybody ever hear of this? Sortition, S-O-R-T-I-T-I-O-N, sortition might work better. We do it for juries. We do it in the armed forces. That way, we literally get people from every walk of life. Representatives will be inexperienced. There'll be less negotiating. Less will get done in D.C., which is a good thing. And what it is, is you select people to serve from a random sample of the pool of candidates. And it says here it was used in Athenian democracy. Honestly, I feel like that would be something that might work. I'm going to go to Rufus in Atlanta. Hi, Rufus. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi. <clears throat> I have a question. Uh, a friend of mine were, and I were talking the other night, and he said something that I'm trying to find out if it's actually true. And that is that congressmen, senators, I guess people in Washington, D.C., that once they're out of office, they continue to collect their salaries for the rest of their life. I have heard that also. I, I will, at the break, Rufus, I'll look that up. I'll confirm that because I don't want to go off, but I seem to recall their pensions are basically full freight forever. So you could go for two years and collect forever. I have to confirm that. And uh, and I, I remember Ron Paul maybe refused it. I don't know. And that's a guy who really did spend his life there. So let me follow up on those facts. But that's just the kind of thing that you would expect. I mean, look at how they opt out of things, how they exempt themselves from things like Obamacare. Maybe that's why they get to opt out of Social Security because they're like, well, <laughs> you know, I know I'm not going to need it. I'm going to get priority over you guys. But I mean, what's fair for us? Shouldn't that be fair for them? Oh, yes. Actually, who was it? There was some proposal for an amendment that everybody who, people in Congress, whatever, they should never be exempted from the laws that we have to live under. And it happens quite often, which is kind of shocking. And uh, it's such an egregious uh, double standard or um, conflict of interests that that should be done away with. But who has the time to go through? I mean, we can talk about it now in little bits and pieces, but the problem is the whole system is so large, so unwieldy. We're busy looking at this, and I'm sure there's something worse going on, like they're insider trading. They're basically exempt from using their knowledge from making laws and how that will affect stock prices. They can trade in the market knowing what's coming down the pipe. I mean, it's it gets crazier and crazier. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I will follow up on Rufus's points and read more of your tweets at Monica Perez Show after the break. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. 
High today of 77 with clearing skies. A low tonight of 62. The weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And we're talking about the upcoming local election. And I had just gotten a call asking if I knew if the congressman get full pension after serving just one term. Ends up, it looks like that is an urban legend. You can check it out on my Facebook page. You can get to it through my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, but I just posted it that Congress do have to serve for five years, which isn't that much, uh, and senators have to serve for six years, which is one term. Congress has two, ter- two years as one term. And they have to be either 50 with 20 years experience or 62 to collect anything. And there's a calculator. I also posted the calculator. So it was called egregious by Ron Paul, and I could not confirm whether or not he is actually taking it or rejected it. But it's something these guys, uh, he Ron Paul thought was absolutely outrageous because it was so much greater than anybody else is getting. And I, I always thought that about like when they privatized 401ks, it had quite, and they changed the laws about pensions. People stop getting pensions anymore. And 401ks that you control yourself aren't the smart money. Like pensions used to be 44% of the market and those people were professionals. They could really... Uh, make that money grow, and then you would have a defined payment a lot of times. But now you do it yourself. I don't know if anybody else is doing it, but it is scary. And uh, I'm a CFA, a chartered financial analyst. And I'll tell you, I make huge mistakes. I mean, I am really nervous about that and end up thinking, how at such high tax rates that we're at, how do we as as individuals save for retirement. And and then I realize, of course, how beautiful it is that they don't want you to. They want you to be dependent. They want you to have to come to them for the money. That was Bismarck's big idea, that people would love the Kaiser more if you took their money up front and they had to beg for it later. And it seemed to work, I think. Anyway, I do want to talk about the local issues. I have another tidbit about uh, eminent domain and uh, other tweets and taking your calls 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show.